Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the Tuesday post-NXT show thing. God, I screwed it up again. I, I, I did it really good for one week, but every week before it was terrible, and this week also I, I, I choked. Hey everyone, what's up Fightful fam? This is your NXT broadcast for June 14th. We're so excited to have you with us on our NXT post show. Our host, Alex Pulaski, myself, Kate, send in your super chats, send in your humper chats, and don't forget to leave a thumbs up on this video. Also, head on over to Fightful Select, would you, and support us there. Constant breaking news, the most breaking wrestling news in the industry like not to brag but kind of by far so just like subscribe there if you want to be cool there you go bailing me out like always <laughs> kate elizabeth what's up buddy uh i've had a weekend alex you had a weekend brother i did, I did. um <laughs> and it continues because um, we finally brought down like every last stitch of everything that was left in our in our old house to our new house because you and sold it. Which because I sold it, which news. is awesome, which is good news. But um, most of it is just like you know Christmas decorations and crap, like old papers, like sentimental things. Uh, but they're in a, like cardboard boxes in our garage. Which the one thing I don't love about 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 the house that we bought is that the gra- garage is entirely uninsulated. Like it's just a plywood shack that you can park a car in if you'd like to. Um, and so there's no protection from the elements. So walking out to the second fridge to grab a beverage just now, it's a thousand degrees in there. <laughs> so I'm like, I hope none of our precious papers spontaneously combust. Oh um, no. It's just been it's been, it's been a week, but it it'll be it'll be fine. Well, well it'll all it'll all be good. It'll all be good. Kate. Tonight's episode of NXT pre-taped. Next week, also pre-taped. The spoilers are out there. If 
Hey, You're I like got me? a spoiler for you. Yeah. One of the guys that was promoted on the show was fired. Just, just you know, that not that just like it is? Gets promoted and immediately they're like, "Get hit the bricks, pal!" You're, you're now. We have to cut you because you got promoted. So your new salary, a little too high. Sorry, kid. Budget cuts. I mean, that's actually apparently not the reason that he. No, there let was. Go. Like, it sounded like a policy violation, but not necessarily that serious of one. Yeah, so. which is good. They were like, maybe we'll bring you back next year. And I'm like, well, I, okay. I, I, I do hope they think far enough ahead. So that next week he's on the show again, but the following week he won't be. And I think I hope they think far enough ahead to have Tony D saying like, "I sent two dimes on a special mission over to Sicily to go and retrieve that thing I sent him over there for," and then we won't hear about him again until he shows up. Hey, two dimes, you're back. How was the old country? It was old. And then then that's it. That's all. That's you know that'll be fun. Um, thank you. Look at that. Look, you see that nice. Paper burns at 480 degrees. They oh. should be fine in your garage. I wouldn't bet on it. That's how <laughs> hot it is in my garage. But um, yeah, it's yeah, there's, there's yeah. There's, I also there's, see people saying I'm super blurry, and I look clear on the stream, and this only happens in the fightful stream art. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't you know guys. what's going on, people. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I I see it. I see it. Um, I don't know what's going on. And NXT, my friend. Um, yeah, they they're trying some stuff. Bless them. They're trying some stuff, um, and we'll see how 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 um, how well that goes over uh, in the next uh, few months. This whole like we're gonna return to touring, but just in Florida. Don't tell anybody. Like, um, uh, it's good that they're, they're doing the Largo Loop again. That's really good for the, for like because that's a thing that that the, the NXT newbies used to get that they haven't gotten since COVID. And it really helped a lot of people like figure out how to perform in front of a, 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 an audience, like how to work. Like sometimes like, Hey, it's a house show. So it's n- nothing ha- happens here is Canon. Why don't you on normal baby face tag team go and work heel and see how that works for you. Cause this is basically a wrestling school. It's a really fancy wrestling school that they put on television. So it's good for people to learn how to do some of that stuff. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where some of this goes. Um, and, and, uh, and knowing what's happening next week, also not intrigued to see where some of this goes. <laughs> well, but the spoilers are out there for next week, if you so choose. Um, we won't be getting into that now, uh, but rest assured there's stuff that happens next week that I am still seething about after having read it like days ago. So there we go. Um, Jake Salazar asks, uh, how is this heat treating? Oh my God, the heat. You know, I was in the attic. Similarly, a lot of Christmas decorations. Oh, we are both marks for the Christmas. Oh, I love the Christmas for the, the holidays. Is, I, for the I, Christmas, I have I have a minimum of four trees all throughout my house, and so I need all the decorations to go on the trees, all the lights to go on the trees, the tree toppers. I have everything, so they're all nice and fake. They're nice and sparkly. Do I love you, a nice fake tree. Do you have the green tree? 
Or we, do you have the used... white trees and the pink trees and the blue trees? No pink, no pink and blue. What do you think I am? <laughs> They're all white trees. They're all sparkly white trees. Silver, white, kind of. We used to do a green, but it affected my allergies. It wasn't an actual tree, <laughs> but because it looked like an actual tree, I got terrible allergies. So we had to get rid of the green tree. I've missed being here. We never do this. <laughs> it's been a minute. We never do this anymore. It's been a minute. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and read this uh, JDB Pringle super chat as Linda, if you don't mind. Good evening, SGS's Council of Marks, Grand Poobah, Paul Elizabeth, you man among men, you. NXT 2 point awful wasn't great, but while I while sick, I binged Stranger Things new season. We could talk about that if you want. Oh, no, it's too scary. Also, I can't I can't relate to all these young people. I can't relate to the young people. So I watched them. I, Couldn't you have, I don't know, a few old people get sucked into another dimension that I would relate to? Oh, my God. What dimension is the most horrifying for you? Like, what would be your hellscape? The DMV. I, oh, the DMV. The Do DMV. Not get me it feels like another dimension sometimes when you have to go to the DMV. The D stands for dimension moving. Jake Salazar is all about it. He says, yes, Sabringle, let's discuss things of stranger. Oh, the things of stranger. What are my bangs doing today, guys? Uh, They're my hallmark. They're driving me crazy. I can't do this or I look like I'm a fallout boy. <laughs> Am I more than you bargained for, Alex? I've <laughs> been dying to tell you everything about NXT. It was not very good this week. <laughs> uh, Ryan Sullivan says, spoil us, Alex, spoil us. You don't actually have to. I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what happens next week on the show. Um, uh, I may drop hints, but I will never actually say it. So um, we got, uh, uh, oh, uh, Paul Elizabeth chiming in. Uh, Sir Pringle, welcome back. Good to see you back with the SGS universe. <laughs> it is nice. It is nice. Look at my dad driving the inside WWE yeah. jargon lingo. Yeah. Uh, the better to one Jam Beard says, what in the blue hell has Raw done to my boy Tommy Champs? He apparently is doing the Mrs. Dirty work, but they've never actually told us why or how or what all that is, what that's going on. He's just, I don't, I don't know. I just like can't think of anything more opposite than the Miz and Tommy Chops. Like, come on, you can't like, sell me on that pairing. Uh, I guess that the whole point is like, I guess that that you know that the Miz is rich because of his reality show, and he could pay off somebody to, to <laughs> oh come on beat up the people. I he know that E Network ain't paying that well. No, no, it's it's on the USA Network. Oh, it's on the USA Network. It's on the USA Network. It's a big time deal. They kept saying it on the Raw. They were saying they were saying it's the the highest rated premiere episode of anything in the history of ever. That's what they said it. And if they say it on Raw, you know it has to be true. That's why when they said that Cody Rhodes was going to be gone for nine months, I was like, "That's gospel. That's gospel to me." Because they said it on Raw. Um, we, we got. Uh, like, like wasn't so I didn't watch Raw this week because I love myself. But what, wasn't Maurice just talking about the Mrs. Balls last week? Yeah, no, he did it again today. Uh, there, there was uh, no, it was Maurice was talking about uh, Maurice's, Mrs. Balls. Uh, um, 
be, yeah, it's like, my husband does not have tiny balls. He has average balls. And then she's like, uh, Marie, she's like, um, I mean, above average balls? No, no, bigger, bigger. He has big balls, the biggest balls, gig gargantuan balls my husband has. Like it's a medical problem? Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, it's uh <laughs> But like I don't want Tommaso Ciampa near any of that. That's terrible. No, it's it's terrible. He's actually not involved in the ball talk, but that's mostly uh that's mostly uh Matt Matt Riddle's thing. Uh Jamie Pringle says Linder reading my chat brought back recess memories of my Mima and great aunts Jeannie and Anna <laughs> talking in broken Italian at the kitchen table, smoking and drinking coffee with a little something in it. You, you got you gotta put the little something in the coffee, otherwise it's just brown water. This one always <laughs> loves to put the tequila. <clears throat> Sometimes the Baileys. Oh, I love it's not a coffee without the Baileys. It's just not. Um, we started out with uh the walking oh, right. loaves. The of, show we review. Yeah, the walking loaves of white bread versus Edersano Fay and Malik Blade. You sure um, did. These lumbering sacks of flour. Now, they're great. But I will say, Brutus Creed. Now, I don't love the orange look among the top stars, the, <laughs> the whole tanning bed thing. But Brutus Creed is a very specific shade of milky pink. And he could do with a little color. Like, he is the palest. Like he, he looks like a lumbering sack of flour out there. With like a, He's a dash of food color. He's not than like Seamus though. No, no, the whole thing is like, no, Seamus is white. I mean, if you look at Brutus Creed. He kind of looks like he, a baby. He's a he's pink. He looks like a gigantic baby is what he looks like. Like like covered in talcum powder. Just like, just, yeah, no, it's not, it's not great. Um, Yeah, it's. You uh, can't put things like that into the universe because it'll be his gimmick next week. No, you never know. Um, But uh, yeah, so. Ederson Ofei continues to impress. Malik Blade, meh. Um, and uh, and the, the Creeds win. Um, they they win, you know, handily, I suppose. Um, you know, like they 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 Brutus is able to hit the unnecessary clothesline after a, a slam from Julius Creed. And they pin Malik Blade, and they win the they win the match, and they have a, a handshake afterwards. They are honorable champions, which means they're going to be champions for about two more weeks, five minutes, <laughs> and that's it. They're going to lose those belts at. Uh, and they're going to break up Diamond Mine. <laughs> I'm going to jump off. Of I li here, li listen to me, Kate. I hate I hate doing this. There are two possibilities I see for them losing these belts at the Druids. The Druids. Um, that's certainly a possibility. The Druids at, um, a great American bash or losing them to Roddy Strong and Damon Kemp. Like in fighting in there, like, because I, I, I see it. I see it as a possibility. Let's break them up and not only break them up. Let's have them fight each other for the titles and then have Roddy Strong cheat proving that cheaters do prosper. I'm doing everything I can. To not just pull myself off the stream right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to call out a few things because I quite liked this match. Idris and Ofe's... Okay. And Ofe 
or N-O-F-A. He's got the, the X and mark over the E, which makes you think it's an O-F-A. But they always say it is but an O-F-A. Joseph changed it tonight. Guys, pick a name. Pick, <laughs> like, pick a pronunciation, man. Yeah. You're killing me. I want to get it right, so I need them to get it right because, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of disrespectful not to. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he had a great Northern Light suplex in this match. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that we've seen the Creed's grow with tremendously is their in-ring IQ. They've done yeah. so they've gotten so much smarter in the ring. Little yeah. things like when you have someone in a submission dragging them back to your corner. Stuff like that is so good. Uh and today I don't know why I decided that Brutus needs to use a cross face because I don't know. I feel like he's a bigger dude, but he's not John Cena big where it looks like it's not watching and you can just right. slide out your arms. Like he really gets those holds in really snug. And I think a cross face would just be like super nasty for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I liked the way this match was structured. I feel like they did a good job of getting to Julius being the hot tag really organically and not yeah. in the way, like we're seeing Riddle and Orton do it where it's lather, rinse, repeat all the time. Yeah. Like, this felt like a very natural progression where it wasn't like, and here comes the hot tag. It just happened to be that Julius finally got in the ring. So I really liked this opener. I really liked how it was structured. I knew the episode was going to be downhill from here, though. <laughs> Sad. Yeah. Um, later, we saw a backstage segment. Well, during the match, by the way, we saw um, uh, Ivy Nile. Um, who is now using her powers for the for good instead of evil? Um, she's just the most like like okay. So we're turning. We made Ivy Nile into this unstoppable pit bull. Like she will rip your head off for looking at her the wrong way. But we want to turn her baby face. So let's make her into the sweetest girl you've ever met. I'm like, there's gotta be a middle ground here. You know, like it's just a weird thing. They she- learned nothing from becky lynch i swear to god i swear to god you can be a cool badass baby face it's possible yes yeah uh um we got (laughs) we got her watching backstage trying like hey roddy look what they're doing and roddy's like shut up you're a girl like he doesn't actually say it but it was a really dismissive way to like i am i am clear Shut up! You're a girl. I mean, how dare you? It it was a very dismissive way of him. He's talking to Damon Kemp, obviously not paying attention to the match. And then Ivy's like, "Hey, look at this!" And he turns around like, "Shut up!" And he goes back talking to this. It's a very weird way that they they showed that scene. Anyway, it felt very dismissive. Um, but then later, well. He probably just missed her because he knew she was watching TV the wrong way. You're supposed true. to watch like this. That's true. Um, so we we got <laughs> we <laughs> we we got them backstage, uh, and the Creed show up and says, um, "What was that? What was the handshake? Why are you doing a handshake?" It's because um, uh, honor is real, bitches. Apparently, Roddy has forgotten all about that. Uh, but they said we we went and we talked to management. Who's that? Who's management in NXT? I'd like to know. Um, but it's we got you. We got, <laughs> we got you and Damon a match with Edris and Ofe- with 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 who? Not the same people next week, is it? 
Who do they have a match with next that week? That would be very them, but I don't think it was them. I don't know who it was. We got you was a match it next Zion week. Zion and somebody? I don't know who it was. Honestly, I don't know who it was. They, they, they have a match next week. And Roddy's like, I can't. My ankle. My ankle. It's only 63%. And I love that he picked out picked out that number, which is great. Um, but Ivy's like, well, didn't you just say no excuses? Oh, yes. Of course I did. It's my fault. And they runs away. Damon, come. And Damon leaves with him. It was just the most ridiculous thing. What, have, what has happened to our diamond mine, Kate? What in the name of Malcolm Bivens have they wrought <laughs> upon us? Um, yeah, no, they released the guy that made it feel special and they screwed up the booking that made it feel real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um, I'm so glad that the Creed have the titles, but it feels like they did not strike while the iron was hot. So they kind of yeah. missed the boat. And now it feels like they're in the mud with this tension, not tension thing. Like yeah. it was, if you win, cool. If you don't, you're kicked out of diamond mine. Yeah. But now there's still tension. So <laughs> like, I don't right. know. And then, because uh, the, that that whole scene actually started with, with Tatum Paxley on the phone with somebody. Tater. Tater, Tater Paxley. Um, and, <laughs> potato uh, Paxley. Potato Paxley. And everyone knows that Tatum is short for potato. And it's actually, it's actually, it's actually T-A-T-E apostrophe mm, with three M's. The Gotta sincerity look. Movie, <laughs> everyone knows that Tatum is short for potato. It's actually, it's actually pronounced Tatum. Dem potatoes. Potato Paxley is on the phone with somebody. Uh, and then item Ivy Nile walks up and says, hey. Like, I know, I know, I lost. I should be saying to myself, no, you're getting better out there. I can see the work you're putting in. Good for you. Um, and then Roddy walks up. Why are you even talking to her? She's a loser. Like, Roddy was the biggest mean girl bitch ever. He's learning. He's learning the <laughs> NXT way, which uh, is that everybody is a bitch. And you yeah. are constantly in everyone's business being weird to me. Yeah. Um, it's nice. Um, <laughs> um, we so we got all that. So there's there is your saga in in the story of um, of the of the creeds and diamond mine. Okay. So so Luis says that there's uh, no opponents announced yet. So so a mystery tag team. I'm sure it'll be a yeah. competitive match. Yeah. So I somebody was in the chat saying. Here's an easy story to tell with, with Ivy. The when she actually changed was when she went to NXT UK and lost to Mako Satamora. And she realized she wasn't all that yet. And it humbled her. And she wants to figure out that like train Tatum as well as training herself, you know. Um, let her go kick people's butts. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Um, the batter to one jam beard says, uh, who is more pale, Alex? Page or Seamus or the Creed brother? That's Brutus Creed. Very important. Julius does not have the same shade of skin as, as his uh, as his brother. Um, and and the answer <laughs> is the, at the top of the show. You were referring to them as lumbering sacks of flour, and you were like, "Now, now, now." Yes. We distinguish. Yes, they no know. very very different. Now, um, when I when I when I originally gave them that nickname. It was entirely because of Brutus. Like, let's be honest. 
he, he has a very lumbering quality, also a sack of flour quality. Um, but he's uh, but uh, the answer the answer of course is Seamus. But I honestly don't know if he like uses lightning cream when he's not on screen to achieve that particular hue. Um, Paige looks paler because of the dark skin and eye makeup that brings out the pale nature of her. But if you just want about like talking about pasty, like a nice pink hue, it's gotta be it's gotta be Brutus Creed. It's gotta be Brutus Creed. Um, Aaron H brings up a good point. He says, I've never understood why having the balls equals tough. I'm a man myself, and if my balls get even poked, I'm in terrible pain. It feels misogynistic. Yes, I felt it necessary to pay five dollars to say that. Well, well thank you, Aaron you. H. Very important. Thank you. Here's the thing. I think that I might have to spend the most time talking about, Kate. Uh, Jabriel Pring says, lightning cream. Ka-chow. Not, not, not lightning McQueen cream. Not that kind of lightning cream. Um, Apollo Cruz is sitting in a diner, Kate. <laughs> oh, no. He's sitting at a diner alone at a booth, and he reaches over next to him, pulls over a journal, a leather-bound journal. He takes out a pen and starts writing in the journal, talking about how time waits for no man. So he's using cliches in his journal, of course. <laughs> as you um, do. Yeah, as you do. Um, and he seems to, um, he he's talking about how I've I've did a lot in my in my every career, but I always felt like. These three letters have been haunting me. N X T. And he writes in all capitals N dash X dash T exclamation point. Um, and he's just writing about the, how he wants to be in NXT. He's very happy to be there. Like it's this thing. I was like, so he's, he's contemplative. Like that's his new thing is like, he sits alone in a diner wearing a leather jacket in the heat of a Florida summer and um, indoors and, and drinks a coffee alone. And that's it. So what's wrong with that? I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> I'm in New Jersey. That is our culture. Okay. It's fine. It's, it, <laughs> I don't think he was in New Jersey. The thing um, he, uh, he, he hears out of the corner of his ear. If that's a thing. Um, a guy across of him um, berating some waitress. Where's my food? You should be serving me. Why aren't you serving me? You should be in the back getting my food as we speak. And then he gets up and starts walking to it. And they actually play the looped clip of that bad actor saying the same lines. Where is my food? You should be getting my food. Why aren't you in the back getting my food as we speak? Where's my food? You should be getting my food. Why are you like? I don't know why they felt like they could have given him three more lines. No, that's it. But he walks over and he says, "You have a problem here." And the guy says, "Get out of my face!" And then then Paulo Cruz reaches over, grabs the guy by the it's the big dude, grabs the guy by the back of the head and slams his forehead down on the on the on the on the booth table, instantly knocking him unconscious. And he looks over at the waitress and nods. And then we see it was actually all in his head. Like he was just visualizing himself doing that. 
And then I'm like, oh, so this is what I thought at that moment. I only had a split second to think this, Kate, but I was like, oh, so he's pensive and contemplative, but there's a vicious streak within him that he's trying to keep down. That's interesting. I don't know where we can actually tell that story, like if they're equipped to do it, but it's an interesting story of a guy who's like, who has this really vicious and, and brutal streak inside him, but he's trying to keep it down by being more of a, of a pensive guy. But I was wrong, Kate, because immediately <laughs> when he comes out of that, like, like this is what it would be like to do that, he actually gets up and goes and does it. Like, I don't understand why he visualized himself walking over yeah. saying, we have a problem here. And the guy's saying, get out of my face. And then him smashing the dude's face into the thing. He visualized it. And then he got up and did it. Okay, so here's the thing. If you go to Chase University, you can take a course called Apollo Crews Manifestation. Mm-hmm. And it's all about the power of visualization mm-hmm. and how you can use it to overreact to people in diners. So um, so they give it, they they they've decided he got to NXT and was like, hey guys, I'm not doing the Nigerian prince gimmick, am I anymore? No, 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 no. No, no, not anymore. Oh, good, because I'm so glad to be rid of that stupid gimmick. What am I? Let's make a gimmick now. Are we got here. You ready for it? Waffle House vigilante. Huh? Hey! You go to wa- you go to Waffle Houses and you beat up guys. First, you think about doing it, and then you actually do it. Huh? He would be so unhelpful in like a very urgent emergency situation because he would just like hit the boss button and then react. Like uh, if you're on a subway and someone passes out and you like have to hit like the emergency button and the brake, like that guy's dead because <laughs> he's just like writing in his journal about it. I mean, I thought what we were going to do is we were going to have him visualize kicking the guy's ass, but think better of it and walk over there and say to the guy, do we have a problem? And the guy says, get out of my face. And it's like, sir, do we have a problem? Because I think she's going to go get your food. Do we have a problem? And if you problem? didn't notice, I'm jacked to the gills. Man. Right. And if he had, ju- if he, instead of resorting to violence, he had used a gentle threat instead I don't know. It's just a weird thing. He's, I see people saying he's the equalizer. The Denzel Washington movie is the thing. They were already doing that with whatever his name was. What was that guy's name? Uh, Draco, Draco Anthony. Yes. He had a couple of vignettes where he was sitting alone in a diner, but it was dark and there was nobody else in the diner. And he was just sitting alone in the diner. And it was like, is he the equalizer? And they were like, Draco Anthony, you're no longer the equalizer. We're saving that gimmick for somebody way more important. I, so, I listen. I'm willing to let it figure figure out what the hell it is. But right now, it's literally funny. Of like, what would happen if I went over there and kicked that guy's ass? All right, I'm gonna go ahead and do it for real. Just <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to do. I like it. Yeah, I it's like funny. it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how to break this to you guys, but most people that are credible in wrestling media actually really like each other. And one of the people that I really like is Cass at Body Slam, and he's an actual Waffle House vigilante. So this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap 
play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go tweet at Casshole about it because it's a real funny story. I don't have time to tell it here, but yeah. he's an actual Waffle House vigilante. I think that's probably where they drew the inspiration from was that right. story. But I actually really like your idea of your initial idea of him like having a mean streak, but trying to keep it down. Cause I also think that would fit for Apollo Cruz. Cause he's like yeah. such a happy outgoing guy, but he's like very hard hitting and really, really, really strong. Like that could be something really substantive to dig into. So hopefully they go in that direction and not delayed reaction hero at diners. Yeah. Um, yes. So Jay Pringle <laughs> says, um, Dalton from Roadhouse. <laughs> we played- That's cool. um, uh, that. with the case Apollo was basically Denzel from the Equalizer, and I'm here for it. Um, uh, Ken Shiro says, genuinely watch this show while high. I thought I hallucinated the cruise segment or was having some sort of bad trip. No, that was the writers before they wrote it. Uh, <laughs> what are those guys on? I'll take um, some. Uh, and the battle to one jam beard. Listen, you, you, they don't they don't need you trying to explain away their bad creative. Um, the battle one jam <laughs> here says, "Oh, about Apollo's accent, he did cut a promo before about how the Nigerian thing was the accent of his homeland, and he was adapting it to honor his father instead of losing his normal American voice. That is why he changed it to the Nigerian thing. That that's that's a fine enough reason for that. Whether or not you accept it." your own personal proclivities uh, but also changing from it back to the other thing without ever mentioning that i was ever doing that thing before is a very like very much like a triple h to kofi kingston didn't you used to be jamaican and then just moving on it's not At even least that. There they called it out yeah but i'll also say this 
the superhero gimmick started as a Nikki Cross idea. And yeah. her initial promo about it was extremely heartfelt and great yeah. and wonderful mm -hmm. and warm yeah. and rooted in something. Yeah. And then they ruined it. So yeah. just because the roots of something are organic to the performer doesn't mean WWE has the best track record of making True. those things translate. True. <clears throat> um, uh, Francisco Marcus, Roadhouse. Um, uh, you got to say it like that. Um, so then... Um, <laughs> Uh, Jake Salazar says that's actually my nickname about Lightning McQueen or Lightning Cream. Because if you're if your nickname is Lightning Cream, maybe I'm just saying, perhaps if your nickname is Lightning Cream, you might need some assistance in a certain area. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. Bluechew.com code Fightful. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis but it's ready when you are or when you're not. It's not about having a problem it's about having that performance that excellent performance that confidence fill out their online questionnaire you work with an online physician you won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you and you get that first shipment free when you use that code fightful at checkout you want to be confident don't you you want that pay-per-view that main event performance don't let yourself or somebody else down use bluechew.com and the code fightful Maybe a little bit, you know, not so lightning fast to that cream when you use Bluetooth. Jake sells <laughs> it is his nickname is Lightning Cream. That's good. Also, he sent in one before. He says, uh, watch Miz come out with stuffed trunks next week for his big balls segment. I and, mean, if it's that bad, he should be at a doctor. Right. That's like the thing that's of, not great. Yeah. If you have elephantiasis of, of, of the balls, I don't think even Bluetooth is gonna help you. Uh, but thanks. Um so uh, we 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 got um, we got Tiffany Stratton versus Horse Girl. Um, we got Daddy I'm Girl. A horse Girl. Bow bow. Keep doing it. Well, I'm a horse girl. Bow bow. <laughs> um, we got Daddy's Girl, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton versus Horse Girl. Um. Yeah, um, <laughs> we uh, so as Tiffany Stratton's coming out for her match with uh, with with Fallon Henley with Horse Girl, you see in the back Wendy Chu on a hippity hop, <laughs> just bouncing across the back. I'm like, she's she's fantastic. She really is. She she commits so entirely. So she's so good at this. The fact that she was like oh. bouncing and looking down the ramp as she was doing it was so great. Um. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, though, here's the deal. Here's the thing that, that we that we have to do. Tiffany Stratton is is actually gaining some serious momentum across like objective parts of wrestling social media, not like the e drones who've been like since the beginning she's the greatest in the history of wrestling, because but people who actually strange. have some some actual objectivity to them watching and going like she's really improved. 
I can't believe how good she's gotten in the last few months. If she continues to improve like this over the next few years, who knows what her ceiling might be? You get it. You're getting people saying that in all corners of wrestling media. So let's, let's halt all of that momentum by having her lose to the worst small package you've ever seen. Um, because of, because of a, of, of, of a distraction by Wendy Chu, who comes out on her hippity hop and throws confetti into, um, Tiffany Stratton's face. Um, like Tiffany Stratton, like you, you're starting to build something with this. You know what you could do is is help that momentum continue, but their idea is no, let's halt it for a while. And I'm just like, it's okay, fine. I I think she'll eventually come out on top of this Wendy Chu feud, I think, but who knows how how they book them their stuff down there. But like, yeah, it, it's 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 unfortunate. Now now, um. If you need help booking your stuff down there, go to Bluetooth.com and use the code Fightful. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. Um, Look, you don't know the segues that lay ahead, only the ones that you have to capitalize. No, that's, so. true. that's true. <laughs> um, First of all, I find it very upsetting that Fallon Henley, like every single move isn't named after something horse related is very upsetting to me. Like it could just be... And it could be a roll-up, but it should be called the, like, skedaddle or something. Or, like, I don't know, the brush the mane. I don't know. Like, she mm -hmm. needs mm -hmm. horse jargon at every turn. Yeah. And probably some legal jargon mm -hmm. in there with her horse lawyer. Yeah. I cannot believe. Like, look. She should that... do. She should do. Here's, here's, here's a free one to anybody down there in NXT who's watching, because I know you all are. She should do a Luthez press, but to her opponent's back and like land on their back, <laughs> straddling them and then smash their face into the, into the thing instead of like punching on them. And, and they should call that the saddle up because she was like riding them like a horse. There See? it is. There it is. Saddle up. Oh, saddle up. Can't you just hear Vic Joseph going, oh, saddle up. And then, and then, and then uh, Wade Barrett going, Oh no, that's not good at all. <laughs> but we also need some lawyer words in there too. Like the mistrial or something. Like I don't well, it's contract law though, so I guess it's kind of boring. But we have to figure out how to make sure that it's not just horse stuff, it's a horse lawyer. Because yeah. I think it's safe to say that like hangman Adam Page is just a way lesser version of Valley at this point. Um, but I agree with you about the booking here. The booking never makes sense, but you do have an organic build. I do think it's a little preemptive of some people with their, um, like, push Tiffany Stratton to the moon stuff she is improving and she's improving pretty rapidly like I will I'm not trying to take that away from her but like improving rapidly from where she's starting from I mean she still has years to go years to go so um I it is encouraging to see things developing I always try to because the week to week is not great but when we see things like the Creed Brothers ring IQ improving when we see things like Tiffany Stratton improving like I do want to call those out because 
there are givens like Carmelo Hayes and Braun Breaker. I feel like we're obvious ones, but it is the point of this is to develop people. And so when we have people developing, it's great to see yep. stunting them with booking makes no sense. Stunting them with booking. You know what I say? Nay. Well, that's what somebody says about uh, horse moves. You know what I say to horse moves? I say nay. Well, you're Sky no Singe. fun, Sky Singe. Get on board. He's Saddle up his, or get left behind, buddy. He, he's got a he's, he's got a horse emoji, so you know. I know. So good. Um, Fallon Henley here. By God, she just hit the BoJack corkscrew. <laughs> says Jake Kensler. And this was this wasn't uh, this wasn't a super chat, but I had to I had to I had to pull it up. And her finisher should be called Road Hard and Put Away Wet. That sounds like something that porn accountant would also be interested in. Mm. Didn't see uh, her tonight. JW, yeah, we didn't. JW Pringle brings up a very good point. I think it needs to be said. And thank you, JW Pringle, for bringing it to my attention. It's true. Double vest of Double Vetch and the Beach fame of was wearing exactly zero vests tonight. You gotta live. You gotta live the gimmick, man. If you like, if you decide if you decided, yeah exactly, I I I don't don't give me this whole thing. Ah, oh, my vests were, were I lost my vests like they were lost yeah. in a, in a terrible washing machine accident. I'm sorry, we're dirty vests. Yeah, or or, or you know what? Have at least 12, 15 vests on hand at any time because you're gonna I want need two of them. A Doug Funny closet of vests. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, there were weeks where he's been single vest. Mm -hmm. So I want an explanation that we went from double to single. Is it seasonal? That seems that seems like a reasonable thing. Okay. But fine. to go no vest. Yeah, it's just grow yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You better the one Jam Beard says give her a backward double kick out of the corner and call it the hey girl, hey. <laughs> uh, she's locked in the horseshoe walls of Jericho. <laughs> that felt lazy, but I'll take it. I just just one week, I need Vic Joseph, Tiffany Stratton, Horse Girl. Next, that's all I need in life. That's Daddy's it. Girl, Horse Girl. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's so good. Um, the batter to one champion says, "Small package." Don't say that near the Miz. <laughs> that's very good. That's yeah. There you go. Um. Uh. So we'll just keep moving right on. Matthew Plus. Matthew Plus says, just got back from Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future, which is wild. And I'm dropping in to say, Alan Katie suck with 12 views. Not watching Sour Graps because I have a life, unlike you, Saps. They're sucky McSuck faces. Suck, suck, suck so much. Um, but you paid us money. Yeah, thanks for the money. Uh, we're getting paid to do this. And also, there's only one sap on this network, and it's the Sean Ross one. Yeah. So if you're going to come in hot with what you think is insults, yeah. but throwing my boss's name around, mm -hmm. I'll beat you up. Yeah. The Nerd Guru says, never thought I'd say this, but Tiffany, greater than sign Lacey. Um, I'm not surprised to hear you say that in the slightest. No. Because I, I, I saw that one coming. I I think you can easily say that when Tiffany Stratton has as many years under her belt as Lacey Evans does, 
Tiffany Stratton will be light years beyond where Lacey Evans is now. I would argue that based on what we saw last week, she already is. Yeah. She couldn't, Lacey Evans botched doing knees in the corner and then hit someone with a woman's right. Like, she's not good in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shotkit29 says, Fallon fell and she couldn't giddy up. <laughs> I'm swollen and I can't giddy up. Giddy up. I heard um, it in Kramer from Seinfeld yeah. Boys. Giddy up. Yeah. Um, the Graham B says, hear me out. Chairs wrapped in vests. Chairs wrapped in vests? Yeah. I don't get it. Why the, why the chairs? Why are the chairs wrapped in vests, Graham? Explain. You don't have to super chat it, but you do have to explain yourself. Send, put put asterisk, asterisk or, screw by it. it. No, send us money. No, you know what? <laughs> okay. We um we got a Wesley versus uh oh oh sorry. We got we interviewed Mr. Stone backstage. Um thank goodness for that. Yep, yeah, and uh um the beach has a match versus uh versus Veen Wigner, and there's be no interference because here's here's the thing, like, why are you calling him Brooks Jensen? Brooks Jensen, call him what his real name is. And I was like, Oh my god, does does Robert Stone watch our watch our show? Call him what his real name is, the beach. Like if you got, <laughs> if you just imagine Robert Stone saying that would be so great. Call him his but, real um, name. Uh, but he says, uh, "Liar, he says, Jensen. Good he says, one. Liar. He's a liar and a cheater because he because he lied about how his he needed a cast, and then that's the only reason they won last week. Um. So next week, Alex, he's a wrestling manager. I know. Half it's his really- job is to talk; the other half is to cheat. Yes." You were um, right there. Why the hell weren't you interfering? I yeah, don't you, want a straight-laced wrestling manager. Like, I, I mean, Harvey Whippleman was injured most of his career just so he could use a crutch on somebody or or wave a neck brace around or, or take off a cast and smack somebody with it. Take one for the team. All I'm saying is, Robert Stone, take one for the team and, and jump into traffic so that you can have lots of different things that you can wear on your person that could be used as weapons at any time. It just, like, if there's a numbers game, you have two people on your side, too. Like, I, I'm i sorry. Like, a wrestling manager who is like, you shouldn't be cheating, is weird mm-hmm. and dumb and not the point of a wrestling manager. Right liar Wagner or liar Jensen. Come on. Yeah. The whole Um, point is for wrestling managers. Be fun. Cheat. Lie, cheat, steal, nerds. Yes. And what is Um, Sophie Cromwell doing? Sophie Cromwell's like, next week, Von Wagner versus Brooks Jensen. And like, we got to teach people how to say the word versus. Like, (laughs) versus is not a thing. Like, that's unless... Unless he's about to drop some fire bars, because if not, it's not the same thing. Um, this match, feet. <laughs> Graham, this is the remix. <laughs> no. Graham B says that what he meant by 
uh, hear me out, chairs wrapped in vests. What he meant was marijuana. And I... Chairs wrapped in marijuana? Or he smoked marijuana and then said yeah. that. I yeah. just... Every time he gives us an answer, I have more questions. Yeah. D uh, Nerd Guru says, a double vest and the beach not having a tag finisher that's like a double backbreaker called Brokeback Mountain is a travesty. Like, not, a, not on this one. Not, not, they couldn't even let pretty deadly hint at maybe being pansexual or gay. No, couldn't do that. But uh, at least at one point, there needs to be tension in the be tension in, in like are they are they going to break up because you know oh you know it looks like uh double vest has um you know like is is angry because the beach keeps getting pinned or whatever and maybe they're gonna break up and then we just have double vest walking in into frame behind the beach useless feeling all forlorn and, and double vest goes i wish i knew how to quit you <laughs> and that's it that's, there you go. The fatal um, flaw in your plan uh -huh. is I just can't imagine WWE ever breaking up a tag team. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, that was sarcasm, guys. Yeah. That's I'm true. so funny. Yeah, you are. You're very funny. You're a very funny person. Thank you. Uh, I'm here uh, to pop myself only. <laughs> we we got um, we got a, a Lash legend and a Nathan Fraser um promo thing yeah i got right. a bone to pick with this nathan fraser promo all right you go ahead and you 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 pick away listen mister i'm from jersey but i'm so happy to be in orlando but i'm not from new jersey no i would never be from such a place i spent my days diving into the sea i'm not from the land of i can't make a left turn and malls and diners i'm so much better than new jersey get out of here fraser Fraser. All right. There's nothing wrong with New Jersey just because you were like cliff diving into the most beautiful water ever in your proper Jersey. All right. And then the humble brag of like, well, I probably could have played football if I wanted to, but they I didn't always say that. They, was in the they, ring. they told him he had to call it soccer, which must have stuck so far down <laughs> deep in his craw and that they you know made they, him say that. You know, they were like, hey, soccer's being played right now. We should we should have him mention soccer. Um, <sighs> Just. Yeah. Get out of here with your superior. Oh, we're in the original jersey. Get out of here, all right? Yeah. I'll throw hands. I don't know. Um, uh, so, yes, he says, um, uh, I I could have played professional Please soccer. do the accent. Please don't. Um, like, please do your Nathan Fraser impression when you're talking about him. Like, well, when I, was, when I was a little lad, they let me run out and kick the ball around, I did. And I was so good, I played wing, and I took lots of risks, and I scored lots of goalies. That's what we call them over there, over there on the pitch. We call them goalies. We also call it football, but I've been told I'm not allowed to call it that. So anyway, I played the soccer, and but I could have played, I could have played professionally, I could have. But then I really wanted to be John Cena, didn't I? So I tried to be John Cena, and that's who I am right now. I'm John Cena. I'm Nathan Frazier, but I'm also John Cena. Um, thank you. That was much better than if you, you didn't do the impression. Appreciate it. And um, in NXT's defense, considering their median age is like 65, that probably would confuse their audience. It would. It'd be like, football? Uh, that's that's not, not what that sport is. That's not football. 
Um, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Louis bringing up the fact that it might be an ad because the English Premier League, which is what he was saying he was trying to join, is a partner of NBC, which owns Universal, which owns, you uh, you know, which is uh, USA Network. So maybe that's it. But I'm Please sure. don't throw logic. No. Um, and then um, Lash Legend talks about how she was the greatest athlete in the history of being athlete. Um, but she was a talk show host. Well, they made her a talk show host to begin with because you don't know how to wrestle yet. But she does have like an athletic pedigree, which is which is hard to believe, honestly, watching her have matches. I was like, going to say, doesn't know how to wrestle yet. Yeah. Um, but um, I was like, oh, that's who she is. Because I remember when when she scored 30 points against my alma mater, Oregon Ducks, in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's who that is? I remember her. She's good. And then she was saying, like, um, hey, uh, um, <laughs> I was drafted, and then COVID hit. And everything shut down. And instead of waiting around for everything to come back, I decided I'm going to be a, a wrestler. And I was like, I understand that, because... WNBA does not pay great and does not pay at all when there's no games to be had. So she was like, let me figure out something else to do. But the fact of the matter is like, she's young enough that if she, if like what I'm saying is she's probably way better at being a basketball player than she is a wrestler. And the WNBA is back. And I'm just, she, and she could probably get a job over there and do that for a few more years. Um, Rather than than um, being here and and possibly causing horrible bodily injury to somebody because she doesn't know what the hell she's doing yet, um, but yeah, I, I guess just, it was good to know what you know where she came from. I suppose. I'm just confused. Like, she seems like the perfect candidate for level up. Like, she is super athletic, so she has like, from what I've read, I think behind Bianca Belair, like some of the best combine numbers they've, they've had for the women. So if you see that potential in her, why isn't she just on level up, which is the whole point of level up, right? Like mm -hmm. to, right. I don't know. That's just confusing to me. Right. Uh, Jake Salazar says LMFAO. Uh, this is WWE wish.com version of Jade. Hmm. Hmm. Something to think about. No. Um, <laughs> no, not quite. You've got no. No. Um, uh, Graham B says uh, that was a 9 out of 10 Simon Miller impression. Oh, can you just, can you Simon say. Simon Miller's got more like this. Oh, I'm Simon Miller. Why? Say, can you say, I'm Simon Miller from what culture? <laughs> I can't do the thing that he does, but I like trying to. Why? Here's one. We are breaking down the forbidden door. We drop cats from body slam. We're talking about how great Simon Miller is. He really is. I really like uh, him. He's, he's, very, he's very good at what he does. And he could rip my head off. So I He could rip off a, he could a, lot of, yeah. a lot of people's heads off. Their uh, J.W. Pringle says, Nathan Fraser's real world audition tape needed to be more extreme in 90s. Wanker. Uh... Him versus the Miz. Should we yeah. book it? And... Got to have it. Got to have it done. There you go. Um, apparently, he's like he and Carmelo, like murdered it in a house show match on their little loop this past weekend. Oh, really? Fraser, Fraser versus Carmelo. 
that doesn't that's, surprise me. I don't know. I hope why that's. I, I hope that. that's coming. I hope that's coming to a uh, to a North to a uh, North American Championship televi- televised match very soon. Wesley finally getting around to it had a had a match versus Zion Quinn, um, where Zion Quinn flung him all around the ring, and then Wesley hit two things and then uh, jumped off the top rope and did a spinny deal, a corkscrew senton thing, and won. Like, okay. It's like if if it seems like we we're, we've now moved Wesley past Zion Quinn without ever giving Wesley and Zion Quinn a chance to have a real match, but whatever. Because backstage, Zion Quinn uh, walks past Sanga, and Sanga is there with Ulisa Ulisa de Leon and Valentina Feroz, uh, and she's talking, she's chatting them up as as you would. Of course, they gave. Sanga, what they should have given Veer as a gimmick is the is the jet setting Indian playboy in a suit who just is a is a just I'm just here to talk to people and maybe beat somebody up. It's um, clicking. I really actually it's like this working a lot. because he said, but the he's the thing about him though is that he might kind of need more of a mouthpiece because I had to go back and watch the one line he said to Zion like three times before I got what he was saying, his accent is very thick, but he says, um, uh, Hello, my friend, uh, you aren't even running it straight. You're not even walking straight. And I was like, Oh, right. Running it straight. That's a thing that Zion Quinn says maybe once or twice every three or four months. If it was a thing he said all the time, they might want to make it that anyway. Zion Quinn says, "Who the hell are you? What do you, what do you want?" Like, and then Sanga stands up, and, and, Zion, and Zion's like, "I'm leaving." And then Sanga says, "Ladies, I think I have found my next opponent." And I'm like, "Okay, all right." I'm Sanga seems very cool. I don't understand at all what the whole thing was to begin with, with him and Grayson Waller. That, like, now it seems like they removed him from Grayson Waller so that Sanga could fly. Because it was being held back by Grayson Waller. I'm kind of confused too, because it seems like they also nixed the Tiffany Stratton romance with Grayson Waller. And I was like, oh, that actually, I kind of liked that. I think I compared mm-hmm. it to the asshole sketch from SNL. Like, yeah. I, I thought that was kind of fun. You would buy that that type of heel would be dating a daddy's girl. Like, mm-hmm. of all the horniness that they have there, they scrapped like the one thing that I like. Um, I really, really wish this was fine. This was benign, but I wish Zion Quinn had, when he stepped to Sanga and Sanga stood up, had given a little bit more of a, oh, oh, that was a bad idea reaction <laughs> to like sell the fact that Sanga's this really huge dude. And Sanga or um, Zion Quinn is a little bigger than I think I. I thought seeing them stand next to each other, but I I felt like he still should have been like a good six three and a half, six four. But like Sanga's bigger than that, so yeah, and he should have like I felt like the whole point of him standing up was that right. So I I just wish his reaction had been like a little bit more um, of a like, well, that was not smart. Um, But but this was fine, and I this is clicking for for me with Sanga. I really like seeing this iteration of a character on screen as a face like yeah. we we never get to see that so this is working and he's way more charismatic than we got to see with him as grayson waller's 
bodyguard. And I, I do, I would appreciate continuity, but I do have more forgiveness of them just scrapping gimmicks because it is developmental and they're trying to find what templates kind of work for people. Right. But um, yeah, it would be nice if they ironed up those wrinkles. (laughs) Yes, it would be. Um, So I didn't realize they were spelling the dyad with a Y. Because, no! Are they really? I missed that. Yeah, we're spelling the dyad oh, with a come Y. On. This is not how you spell that. But No, but um, it's it's a, one of the same letters of G-Y-V. Yeah, there we go. Um, they're going to be like dastardly young. They're like, okay. Like, I, 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 like, I don't want to I don't want to conjure up any talk of, of the man himself. But if you if you watch any of the old Cosby show, um, Cliff Hugstable, when he wore pajamas, wore this exact outfit, billowy like like velour or satin, oh like God, really long did. shirts and, and billowy sleeves, and they were maroon colored or or dark purple or dark blue, and so they're wearing Huxtable pajamas and like and 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 hoods. And and not only wearing hoods, but like they got the the mask over their face to make sure that even if the hoods somehow come down, you don't know who they are. We all know who they are. This whole I'm not going to allow them to reveal who they are thing is kind of pointless when you have them wrestle a match versus Dante Chen and Javier Bernal, and then they win the match with GYV's finishing move. Like they 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 didn't even give them a different finishing move. If you're gonna hide out who they are, like, well, we will we won't tell you who they are. We would time is not right to reveal yourselves. Well, Go boy, out there buddy, and do a very show you. Boy, oh boy, will we tell we show you exactly who they are? Oh boy. Um maybe we're wrong and it's Bill Cosby. Maybe one of them is Bill no, Cosby. I don't know. I don't, I don't want that. that but Oh, the pajamas like, are quite a giveaway. I don't like that. The uh, dyad says now known as the pajama jammy jam. I would like that better. That's good. It's better. Yes, it's good. Um, so yeah, um, we, yeah. So that's 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 what we're doing now. Joe Gacy set, standing at ringside, giving really weird, creepy smiles. It is hey, really remember, weird. Remember when Dante Chan was going to get some kind of push because they gave him a friggin' uh, vignette about how uh, he so had good. his de- he had his debut uh, in September and then got hurt. And while he was hurt, before he could have his second um, match, his dad died like for real. Um, and so he was going to come back and and like do it for his dad. And now he's a jobber in a tag team that they threw together because they needed somebody to lose to the dyad. That's not fair to Dante Chen. No, it's not. And it's not fair to Dante Chen's dead dad, who's watching from from above and being like, "What is this booking of my son that you are doing?" Terrible. I do see that makes me sad because I feel like booking frustration shouldn't exist in heaven, but I also feel like if if booking frustrations exist in heaven, assuming I'm going there, which might be a leap, uh, I just feel like. That's not fair. I can't be haunted by bad booking for all eternity. That's yeah. so rude. Yeah. Um, 
Nikita Lyons is coming back. Your mileage may vary. I'm not going to go into it. Nikita, Nikita Lyons is, is coming back. She's working out in the gym. Her knee is getting better, she says. She's going to hear the lion roar. So, anyway, um, we can. <laughs> that's, that's the exact amount of attention that that deserves. Um, we get um, the promotion of stacks and two dimes. Um, sure do, except one of them's not with the company anymore. Um, they two dimes had got days. promoted. Alex, they had days uh, yeah. to figure this out. Is well, this no, the they, they, there's nothing you could do about this. Like, this is a whole thing. Like, this is a major storyline going forward in next week. Like, it's a major deal. You can't, like, it's edit Tony him D'Angelo, out. You could kill him off. Well, no, but you can't. I I honestly think they would have killed him off if tonight was a live episode. Tonight being a taped episode, they did all this stuff. They had two giant segments for this episode. And they have a huge match scheduled for next week. Like it's a it's a it's a unfortunately, um they couldn't do this. So I mean, I, I think if he had been like released on a disciplinary thing like oh hey look at that all these all these accusations are coming down we got to get rid of this guy like they did with nash carter they would have just they would have pulled everything but because it was like hey do we know what the the policy was i'm wondering if it's like a third party income stupid thing would be my guess but Um, i'm glad he's on good terms that's like that's good yeah um anyway so Tony comes down. He's got he's got Legato with him, uh, who don't like being ordered around. But you know that's what they're supposed to do right now. Oh God, um, Santos Escobar looks so cool all the time. He I love he's how, so cool. I love I love how put upon you are by that. Oh my God! Oh, oh, I will oh. never be that cool looking. My life sucks so much because I'm not Santos. <laughs> it's true. There's some people that I'm just like because. It doesn't matter like what he's wearing, though what he's wearing is really cool. It's just like who he is is so cool. And yeah. I spend my Tuesdays doing impressions of an old woman yeah. on a wrestling post show. Yeah. Um he's so cool. So so anyway, <laughs> uh Tony D's like, hey, these are my guys. I known you since I was in the womb. You you're my best friend when that time since that time you punched that dude in the mouth. Also, you didn't we rob this thing together? We go back, you and I. Anyway, you've been promoted. Here's a nice watch. Here's an envelope full of cash. Um, and you know, like you like go out and, and buy your girl Gina a real nice steak. Anyway, um, so like it's it's nice. Um, and then uh he talks about how uh after all the promotions thing are done because he's they, they've gone from associates to soldiers which is a very very important thing in the mob in the mob um anyway he says uh now we got to do something before for the dawn of nxt now it's time to be the a champion of nxt and i just say it just just say it even though you're i don't think you're ever actually going to win the belt say it say it tony now it's time to change the North American champion to the Italian American champion. Just say it. Say it for me, Tony. 
please. I need to hear you say it because I want it to be true so bad. I'm going to throw a couple things out there. The first is, do you think he eventually does? Do you think he wins the title and this title becomes the thing that he and Escobar, like, are fighting over for all of the summer? I don't know. I mean, spoil spoilery. Um, he he won't he won't become champion for a while. Um, but if he does, I'd love to see that. That'd be really cool. That'd I'd like to really see cool. that a lot. I would also, I would also, low key. I honestly, I would love to see him have a feud with Giovanni Vinci about who is more actually Italian. Oh yeah, like that would be great. Like if you if you give Tony D the Italian American Championship, the North American Championship. He makes it the Italian American Championship. He slaps a big Italian flag, uh, uh, like sticker over the over the the little logo on the front. Um, the The next sound we hear has to be Giovanni Vinci's music when he comes out and being like, "How dare you? I'm a, the only a real Italian here. This is how we talk in a real Italy." Okay, so follow-up question. I want you to hold your thoughts because it's very important. Okay. I want to know if you think this story is more magical or less magical than, say, a protein-packed breakfast cereal. But before you make that decision, I want you to have all of the information. So I think the best thing that we can do is have Sean Ross Sapp tell you all about Magic Spoon and then, after you have all the information, you can let us know. Do you like cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it? Well, magicspoon.com slash Fightful has you covered. Save $5 off your order when you get a custom bundle, custom box right now. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and gluten-free. And right now, you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime. Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter. All the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money-back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash Fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Okay, now that you're informed and that I quickly just ran to the bathroom, what (laughs) do you think is more magical? The spoon or the dan? the spoon but only because they're a sponsor yeah no they pay us so <laughs> um uh, valab says first off he wouldn't say italian american title he'd say italian american title that is true yeah that is true um, um i also have something that i need to bring up yeah? because we as a society and i mean a sour grap society there's just not enough of these emojis in the chat anymore when we talk about this. So 
it's okay for today, and I'm I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. We gotta we gotta bring back the emojis. Continue. Gotta bring them back. <laughs> give, give me some of them in the chats. Italian it, Italian fingers thing. in the chats. Um. So, uh, but anyway, uh, he says I'm, I want to I want to uh, face uh, I want to become champion. And then Carmelo's music hits, and he and Trick Williams come out. And he says, um, he says, uh, he says, um, hey, you want to talk about me? I'm right here. And says, you stick, you keep your nose out of my business. And like, like you're obviously talking, you want to become the A champion, North American champion. Like, I wasn't even talking to you. Uh, like, yeah, obviously you are. Um, <laughs> like, I think it's that's funny. Um, uh, I, uh, I think it's, I think it's good. Um, and then, you know, he and Trick run their mouths. So, um, uh, then we get a, uh, a challenge for later this evening. Let's have, um, uh, stacks and two dimes versus, uh, Trick Carmella. And, uh, and uh, so Orion Benso says, so next on NXT Full House, Two Dimes is the sitcom kid that, that Tony D sent up the stairs and no one ever hears from them again. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, Valab, Valab with, our, uh, with our trademark, keep cool, Gabagool. Absolutely. And with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Mark Quill says, just want to send use this one humper chat and my donation to not only say hi to Alex, Kate, and the whole gang, but also propose the best way to write off two diamonds from NXT. Soprano-style death by Legato del Fantasma with an obvious stand-in. Like, it's obviously not him. It's obviously a stunt devil. <laughs> that would just, be really fun. And they, like, like you know, they beat him to death or whatever. Or, like, do, like, a deep fake where, like, you put his, but a bad one, like, you put his face on some obvious stand-in and he gets in the car and turns the key and the car explodes, but it's like stock footage of a car exploding. Like, no, like, no, no, no. like, like oh, here's yeah. the thing. Sometimes when people explode in limousines, they just happen to find their way back, don't they, Vince McMahon? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, only because of a very, very unfortunate thing that happened. We're just going to keep uh, moving along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that was a Family Matters thing. I think it was. Yeah, that was the kid that goes up the stairs and never comes back. Um, my, uh, my particular, uh, fantasy booking of, um, of, uh, <laughs> of what we should do with, uh, Tony D'Angelo and Giovanni Vinci, um, Bill, Alpha Bill, Bill Alphabet with a very good point says you can only do so much with Tony and Giovanni. Huh? I am. Um floored at how great that pun is. That I'm is disappointed the, is... in myself. Yeah. I gotta think of an Italian food joke right now. I have to I have to step it up. What do you call it when Tony D'Angelo is a substitute for Andre Chase? I don't know what do you call it. Kate? An Italian sub! Cannoli was better, but it was short notice. I did my best. <laughs> I even said substitute. That was you not even good. did. You even did. I, I was like, I should have known. I should have known. 
I should have known. Uh, so yeah, the Goombas versus Italia uh, versus Carmelo and Trick. Um, uh, it ends because uh, Walking Wild distracts the ref, and uh, Cruz del Toro, Raul Mendoza, uh, is is goes for a, a springboard crossbody, but misses Trick or Carmelo, one of the two, and hits the Goomba in the ring, whoever it was. Um, and that causes the defeat. It does. Um, and uh, and Tony is furious about this. And then later backstage says, you, uh, you all better get in line because you follow me because I'm the Don of NXT. And next week I got a match for the North American Championship versus Calamelo Hayes. And you all better get in line and help me out and this thing. So, um, yeah. Hey, Apparently, Alex. It was two dimes who ate the pin. So. Of course. He went out on his back. He did. He didn't Alex, know he you, was going out in his back, but he did. You do a really great Tony D impression. Yeah. Do you know where people could go to request impressions or just to have their general statement or question read on air? You could tell them where they could do. You could go to humperchats.com mm-hmm. or you could send in a super chat and we'll get your question answered or your statement read on air. Or if it's jukebox time, Alex will do impressions. We've already seen Tony D and Nathan Fraser and kind of Simon Miller. So yes. just saying, feel free to send in your super chats and your humper chats. Yes. Um, uh, I'm, I'm getting a thing here from, um, from Luis saying promote Twitch bits. And I have no idea what that is. Twitch bits sounds like a terrible con- uh, um, condition you can have where you have like Parkinson's <laughs> of only one particular spot part of your body. Twitch bits kind of sounds like something Tatiana, what's her name? Price? Tatiana Price? Oh, donations on Twitch are called, are called, are called, are called bits? That's correct. So you can buy bits on Twitch and you can send in chats that away. I don't do the Twitch. Sometimes I have rest, sometimes I have the restless leg syndrome, but that's not the same thing. When I get dehydrated, sometimes I also have the Twitch. My, my nephew always asked me, uh, Aunt Linda, you got to get on the Twitch. And I was like, I got the restless leg syndrome. I'm doing fine with all the twitching. Thank you. It's true. And, you know, see, you took off the glasses. I can't keep it going when you take off the glasses. I'm sorry. That's the, I, I don't have anything else. To no, say. no, 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 no. Now we've lost it. Okay. Okay. Don't sorry. sweet talk to me now, Linda. <laughs> uh, Jay Pringle says it's all, it was also a happy days thing. Richie and Joni had an older brother named Chuck. I know too many useless things. It's useless if you don't get to showcase that knowledge, which you just did. You did. And also, thanks for for paying to tell us it. So that's definitely not useless. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Tom O'Valley says, what is it called when Tony D is in the locker room? Italian dressing. Hey! Hey, I love it. Um, So... Uh, here, a few things. Cameron Grimes. First time we've seen him since he lost the title. Just walking backstage, walks in, and just some faceless, random people backstage go, hey, that was a great great match. You had it in your house. I'm sorry you lost. Thanks, guys, but not really looking for sympathy right now. Walks past Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker says, hey, I know how it feels to lose the title. Don't worry. He'll be champion again. He says, thanks, Braun, but I'm really looking for sympathy right now. He walks away. This is the exact same thing to people. And then Duke Hudson walks up and says, Oi, 
I beat you for uh, in in, in on, on, I get you just how long are you gonna care about beating me by DQ? As long as I can. So how and like Braun's like, you know what? Let's have a match tonight. Let's just do it. Um and uh then Braun Breaker and Duke Hudson have a match. Uh match is charitable. Braun Breaker murdered Duke Hudson in front of 300 people. Via um, spear. Jesus. I listen, I'm I'm of two minds on this. I think Braun Breaker should do this to literally most people he is in the ring with. 90% of the people he gets in the ring with, the match should be no longer than three minutes. And I have a soft spot in my heart for Duke Hudson because I think that he's not being allowed to be as good as he could be. Um, and so I don't like him seeing getting done this way. But as long as Braun does this to almost everybody, I'm okay with it. If it, if it looks like it's just like just murdering Duke Hudson for no reason. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would also like to see him now that it seems like we've cleared out of this Joe Gacy story. Like it would. Thank, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord on high. Um, it would be nice if he defended the title more and just started squashing. Like we need to rebuild him after that three months of utter trash. And before that he was fighting Dolph Ziggler. So he needs to feel important in NXT again. Um, so he should just be sparing the hell out of people. I agree with you about Duke Hudson. I would like to see Duke Hudson on some sort of track now. Like I would like to see him be built up to become a contender for the North American title or something like he just is kind of having like these one-off matches. I understand that the story he was in got derailed, but it's time for him to be made to look somewhere as important and relevant as his abilities are or in the same arena. Like I hated what he was doing with Cameron Grimes, but Cameron Grimes is a pretty big NXT presence. So like I thought that he was at least felt important. Like we need to get him some wins on a track to feeling important again. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. The batter to one Jam Beard says the only thing I know from Happy Days is that Joni loves Chachi. That was its own show, though. Spinoff. That is true. Um, you know, you know yeah. things. You know the term "jump the shark" came from it. It's true. You know that it hit the jukebox, and you know mm -hmm. the A, mm -hmm. and you know the theme. Everybody knows the theme. Um, Grimes, uh, Cameron Grimes comes out after Braun Breaker beats the fuck out of uh, Duke Hudson, <laughs> and Cameron Grimes is like. Um, uh, the only reason, it's so funny, the only reason that you're the champion is because you've got that last name. And I was like, he doesn't even have the last name, Cameron. That's the whole point. That's why we've been saying Breaker, because they're not actually giving him his real name. If he was Steiner, that would be great. Um, but uh, says, you're, you're, you, I'm not saying uh, you, you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, or you like, but you definitely ate more than I did. It's a weird thing. Um, and your it's that your the dad is, is silver, right? Not that it's enormous. <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, like, like what was what was Cameron Grimes doing? Like sucking spilled KFC gravy out of the carpet? Like, like I don't understand. Like well, I think it's like fake silver versus real silver, right? I don't know. Versus like, John Silver. 
Johnny hungry. Um, <laughs> and so is Cameron. Cameron also hungry. Cameron hungry. Cam- Cameron hungry for that uh, NXT title. And uh, uh, Cameron uh, um, says, um, uh, your, your daddy is Rick Steiner and my daddy is dead. And so I want a title match. And it's a very weird thing to say to me. But um, Braun's like, okay, you're on. So uh, at Great American Bash on the 5th of July, we're going to get Cameron Grimes versus Braun Breaker. And that is a match that I think Cameron Grimes could be able to last 10 minutes in. I don't. I think a long match for Braun Breaker should be 10 minutes. Like that's the way I think you should be booking Braun Breaker until you find the guy who can take him to his limit. Um, but um, but anyway, I think I think it should be a great match. But it, that was uh, interesting to me that they've decided Cameron Grimes, whose last match he lost, uh, should get the next uh, top title shot. Eh. Kind of, but like. If you lose a title to move up to another title picture, that doesn't usually bug me in wrestling. I feel like that happens a lot. Um, any story in between is probably a good call. Also, yeah. a reminder, guys, if you don't like the show or the length of it, you don't have to be here. No. Just a heads up. Don't be weird. There are, there are, I'm sure there are a lot of other like 40 minute review shows of NXT. Yeah, of NXT. I'm sure there are. Yeah. We are silly. Yes. Get over it. <laughs> we. We we have a very niche uh, devoted audience. I, I like I'm I'm totally fine with that. I'm yeah, not trying and they to effing rule. So yeah, they're don't awesome. come in here with like your oh, it's such a long show. Yeah, duh. Get on board or get left behind. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> the cease the cease twins says I I believe says I literally want the show to be six hours long. So there you go. There you go. Sean would kill us, but yeah. Um, mur- yeah, he had me murdered. Um, uh, anyway, then backstage, Idris and Afay, uh, and Malik Blade, Malik Blade in his sweater vest, and Idris and Afay, completely shirtless, are about to go hit the clubs. Um, and Cameron Grimes is like, Hey, guys, going to get the clubs? Going, that's good. Um, the biggest thing, biggest night of your career, like, uh, yeah, yeah, you want to come? No, 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 because I don't I don't do that. I don't I don't walk out on my job in the middle of my shift. Like he just gets really, really serious about it. Um and he says to Edison O'Fay, um, you uh are built like a friggin' statue. Um uh, and you're incredibly talented. I see how hard you work. Um I don't want you to waste your talent. And he walks away. And he never, never even looks at Malik Blade. And I was like, ouch for Malik Blade. Because basically Cameron Grimes was like, Edison Afay, you're great. Also, there's nobody else standing near me right now. Goodbye. It was just a weird thing. It was, it was a, it was a rough night for Malik Blade. Did you feel like I felt, which was that this was like a very weird shot at Sasha and Naomi? Oh. I did not. No. If <laughs> you said, oh. You may, you may be right. You may be right. I may be crazy, but just may be a lunatic you're looking for. Better than one Jam Beards. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> can we go back to three-hour NXT review sing-alongs? No, no we'll get we in can't. trouble. We can't. We can't. Also, we have another uh, podcast to record right after this. Yeah, we so. do. 
we don't want that one to go three hours and then the other one to go. No. Um, uh, so I'm, I think we're probably going to get between now and, uh, and Great American Bash, we're going to get Cameron Grimes versus Edison O'Fay, which should be a great match. Um, by the way, on, on a certain level, I think Cameron Grimes was entirely right to single out Edison O'Fay as a guy who has a really bright career ahead of him and is super talented and works really hard and is great and was also kind of right to ignore Malik Blade. But at the same point, no. I'm not the person who should be deciding that, and you should not be doing that to your talent on screen. If Malik Blade, like Anderson Afay says, hey, let's go to the clubs. Oh, I forgot my shirt in the locker room. Go bring the car around. I'll be out there in a second. And Malik Blade isn't in the scene when Anderson Afay and Cameron Grimes have this scene. It would be a lot less awkward than Malik Blade just standing there like he's a ghost in in the Christmas Carol, and we are but shadows, and no one can see or hear us. No, what that reminded me of? What's that? When Von Wagner made his main roster debut, <laughs> nobody acknowledged him. Alpha Bill says, yeah, "Oh no, Malik Blade has been Wagnered." Like he was standing there with Adam Pierce and Sami Zayn, and nobody explained who he was, and Sami Zayn kind of looked at him like, "And this guy we've never met true. is here." He might have been looking through him. You never know. Um, uh, we got our first match of Giovanni Vinci, who, who is who is referred to in our uh, rundown by our moderator, Luis, as Sexy <laughs> Eichner. Uh, Sexy Eichner versus Guru Raj. Um, if that is not a chant at some point. <laughs> Sexy Eichner. Sexy Eichner. Matthew Do your Plus. job, performance center crowd. Plus, we're still streaming. We will continue to stream. You don't have to be here, but you can continue giving us oh, money. I would so prefer you just give us your credit card and not be here, Matthew. Yeah, Plus. There you go. Um, but you know what? Mm -hmm. There's a fellow named Michael Keys who gave us uh, a subscription. So thank you. Oh, to yes. Michael Keys. We appreciate right. you for thank subscribing. You. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, like the paid subscription thing. I don't yeah. know the proper terminology. I don't know how to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a member, I think you're a fightful trainee. It says I think you're a fightful YouTube member mm. by doing that. So we appreciate Wonderful. you. Um. So, Giovanni Vinci comes out and he poses and looks at the camera, and the camera takes a picture of him, and it says, "Vinny," and then it says he walks along and he poses again, and it says, "Vidi," and he walks along again, and it says. And he poses again and says, Vinci. And he walks along, gets in the ring, and he does this. And he poses and it hits our camera and it says, Giovanni Vinci. And I was like, are we doing this literally every time he comes to the ring? Because it's it, I, it's worn out its welcome with me already. Um, the, the no, posing. you're in your mind. That, no, um, that rules. I'm, I'm so in on that. Get out of town and take a bus. That is so much fun. I love it so much. I guess I guess I don't want him to be this character. I don't want him to be smiling. Well, tough and Uggs. No, no, no. Like I like the, the character they described in this thing. He is he is the ultimate sportsman. Look at him drive a Ferrari. That guy's a heel. That guy's a heel. The guy who's like who's got all the money in the world. He's a jet-setting playboy from Italy who eats at the fanciest restaurants and goes skiing in the Alps whenever he wants to. That guy's a heel. I don't want to see the guy who's like a smiling model that we're supposed to cheer for. I love Fabian Eichner. I don't want his moveset ruined. But you've described to me over this course of several vignettes a heel character. 
and him coming out and being like smiley guy feels weird to me. So I was just, I, I went against my expectations and I don't like that. I'm wondering if the initial part of it was because they figured he'd get a pop. Maybe. They don't usually Maybe. care that much, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, he's great. Um, he's, he's one of the most freakish athletes um, uh, that, that they have on the roster and has been now for years and years and years. Um, I originally, when I had only seen a picture of him, when I was doing a full breakdown of the bracket of the Cruiserweight Classic that he was in, um, where he lost in the second round, I believe. Um, he, uh, I, I, there was, was one picture of him and this, the, the way the lighting was, it looked like his entire body was muscle, like even his head because it was bald. Uh, and they, then his face was on it and this, and <laughs> literally and, a muscle head. <laughs> and I, I, I said, Fabian Eichner looks like what would happen if you asked a five-year-old to draw a face on a bicep, like that's, that's what he looks like to me. Um, and he still does, um, but he's brilliant. He's so friggin' awesome. So I want him to, to, to be great and to get a huge, massive push. Um, but uh, we'll see where, where all this goes. Apparently, he was a digital exclusive promo he cut where he's just talking regular. Like, he's not even a talking like a this. What are you even doing? Why is he even Italian if you're not going to talk like a this? Um but he finishes with a slightly twisting, gigantic, like golden uh, star power bomb thing, like a, a huge elevated last ride that he does to to Goon yes. Garage. That was awesome, which is not the way I've ever seen him win a match before. Usually he does like a, a moon salt of some kind. Um, so yeah, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, um, um, I want to see him cut a promo real bad. Like I, yeah. I'm, I was kind of let down that we didn't get that tonight. I figured he would win, but he looked great. He's always looked great in the ring. Um, I'm glad that it seems like the reason he's been pulled behind is because they think he has single star potential and not yeah. like as punishment. That makes me really happy because he's fantastic. So he deserves that. Um, but yeah, this was this was a perfectly serviceable match. I just want to see I want to see him on the mic real bad because yeah. he might talk like that. We don't really know. No, we don't know. Um, uh, Solo Sokoa got interviewed about how he, he wants his title match or whatever, and then he got run up on by Grayson Waller, who says, uh, "You know, you you said you had to hit your wagon and hide behind a main roster guy coming down," and I I really want to be like, yeah. Grayson, you don't have much of a pretty good history with main roster guys coming down, do you? Yeah, um, not so much. I wish they would have done that, but they didn't do that. Uh, but now we're going to get Grayson Waller versus Solo Sokoa next week. Kate, this is where I have to tell you that I am refraining from spoilers. But I'm just going to say that, Kate, with this face. With this face, Kate. I'm going to tell you that I am refraining from spoilers about next week's results, Kate. Okay, but like, you just, I think. So, I made it only <laughs> slightly less obvious about what happens in that match than it is obvious that GYV are actually the dyad. Slightly less obvious. But you know what? I'll take that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. 
I um, would say you're not solo in your feelings about mm, the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got our 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 main event, which was 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 preceded by two promos. Um where Cora Jade and Roxanne Cora Jade and Roxy are like backstage, like re- reminiscing. It says, uh, "Remember that time we were in New York, and um, we my gear got lost, so I had to use your gear. Yeah, that was bad. Wait, there's there's a there's a whole other chapter in the story. Friendship. That you haven't told me. Why was it bad that they had to use your gear instead because it was." gear that you had worn the night before and hadn't been washed yet why was it bad that she had to wear your gear whatever and then indy hart indy indy hartwell goes i remember when i had a friend and a love like yours but it was taken away from me one thing you all have to know it's crazy around here and everything could change in a moment and i'm like you know because they could release your storyline husband and for real life best friend in the in the same day, in the middle of a storyline that's been building for literally years. Uh, anyway, um, uh, I like that she acknowledges it, though. I yeah, find that I like that, I like I like that she acknowledges it, but it always feels like she's she's doing it, even though she's not supposed to. But she's like, yeah, I'm... it feels like a little defiant in a way. Yeah, because um, she like everything that she had built got ripped from her. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, kind of makes sense. Yeah. So uh, we need that that girl who beat everybody up last week to come out and, and play with us or whatever. Um, I said, yeah. And then she awkwardly reaches way over behind her to slam the locker before <laughs> high-fiving everybody in an even more awkward fashion. And then we got even more awkward. Toxic attraction. Like, okay, so we get it. They're heels. But like the hats. Did you know that they're hot? Their hats and and many Rose's sunglasses. It's like they went to the obnoxious clothes store and and found the most obnoxious stuff. Not the stuff that was out on the shelves. The really uh, uh, obnoxious stuff they have in the back. Um, hey, uh, love wrestling. Thank you for the Twitch raid. Apparently, I'm supposed oh, to say that. Oh my goodness! We Thank got you raided. So much. Do you That's, know what a do you know what a raid is? I I'm assuming it's a good thing because I was told <laughs> to thank somebody about it. A raid is when people are watching on Twitch and you go to end your own broadcast, you can kind of like auto send their followers oh. to somebody else's broadcast and Welcome somebody did that for here. us. Yeah. So thank you so much. We're talking NXT. This is a very non-traditional review show. It's more of a variety show where there's a lot of impressions and sometimes singing. We're very silly. It's called Sour Graphs for a reason. We're hypercritical, but always substantive and always fun. So if you're new to us, yeah. thank you for coming over. And thank you for the raid, whoever sent it to us. I don't know yeah. if that was mentioned, but we appreciate the added viewership. That's awesome. Thank you. Yes. Um, uh, uh, so we got the match. And the one thing I will say about the match is the ending was really brutal to look at. Um, they obviously did a lot of editing around of it. Um, but Cora Jade went for her, um, sent on off the top rope and landed flush on 
Gigi Dolan's ribs. Oh no, I lost Kate. Goodbye, Kate. Kate, are you coming back? Kate, come back. Kate, is she back? Are you back, Kate? Kate, hi, Kate. The ending was so rough, I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. Sometimes it, it's very easy to accidentally exit StreamYard, but I, I was trying to slowly. Yeah. work my mouse over to calling this up we are on twitch at fightful gaming yes um yeah. and there's a lot of really great stuff wrestling and non-wrestling related that happens yeah. there so as i was trying to slowly crawl my mouse over yeah. i accidentally exited but uh this was really rough to look at i haven't seen reports of if gg is injured um but it looks like she was for real injured that was that was really rough yeah um she, she let out uh, a sound that I've never heard. Like it yeah. was, it was a a a, a very high pitched cry. Like she had the wind knocked out of her so hard she couldn't draw breath. I hope there was no like actual rib rib damage. But but Cora Jade has been missing her senton off the top rope by jumping too far and just missing it. She's, and so they were like, okay, we need to work about on you landing it better. And she landed it too good. Um, and, and, and then, yeah, that was. Um, <laughs> Do a different move. We're at yep. the point now where you should just be doing a different move. Just, that goes yeah. in the skateboarding collection where it's just something we're not necessarily great yeah. at. And yeah. so you do a different move. Yeah. Um, um, but um, the way, the way that you know, it wasn't her just selling in the moment uh was uh that they edited around it really like that they, they edited around it so that like cora jade comes in and does that thing and then she tags in roxy who then just kind of makes a gingerly cover and good on her for doing and good that for her to too. do yeah, for doing that but obviously there was supposed to be another thing that happened <laughs> afterwards that they didn't do yes um uh and then uh they focus on only the the three who won and then two women who lost backing slowly up the ramp. So Gigi was supposed to be with them, but was not. So yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. Um, I'm sure if something's up, that'll be on Fightful and just yeah. the straight up Fightful. She wrestled um, the live events. It looks eye. like she's okay, which is, which is that's nice. That's good. Which is that's nice, good. but it, it didn't, it wasn't, it did not look good. Uh, Ed Uribe says, I don't know which is more faker. Cora Jade is a skater or Cora Jade's friendship with Roxy. No, they're actual friends. The problem is that the scripts they're giving them aren't allowing them to seem like they're normally they're actually friends. Like I guarantee you, Roxy and Cora Jade have an actual story that they could reference and make it seem real because it is. But they were like, "No, here's the script we wrote you about." Like, remember that time we were in New York and I lost my gear and I had to wear yours? Yeah, that was bad. Like, no, just let them talk. Because they're actually friends. I just love sincerely that they think that's what friendship is. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh bad. my god. Um, uh, and Alpha Bill says Alex is Grayson part of the bloodline now. That was not the spoiler. That is tell, not the spoiler. I'll tell you what's not the spoiler. Thankfully, it's that's not that. the spoiler. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, the battered one Jam Beard says the dyad in pajamas are coming down the stairs. The dyad in pajamas are coming down in pairs. Um, 
yeah, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it, mu it must not be fun to wrestle in that. If you've been wrestling, spoiler alert, in uh, trunks and kick pads and wrist tape, and that's the way you wrestle your entire career, and they're like, here's a pair of Huxtable pajamas we'd like you to wrestle in. Also, this mask. mask and a hood on. Which has got to completely change the way that you move. Remember when... Um, oh my gosh, what was the terrible stable that Dijak was in? Why am I blanking on the name of it? Retribution. Retribution. Remember when they unveiled their masks to reveal other masks? Mm -hmm. I hope that's what happens. I hope they take off their hoods to reveal masks to reveal more masks. I think that's fun. But like Wendy Chu was wrestling in pajamas. Let that be her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Jenny Pringle says, hey, new kids, welcome to the stream. The Council of Marks is our de facto government. Our leaders are there to are, are there awesome people. Um, our um, our pope is one tall <laughs> Paul Elizabeth. Linda and Sheila are 100% factual news source. So, All of that is extremely true. Thanks. Paul Elizabeth, also my dad. Um, and a kayfabe last name. And Linda and Sheila are... I mean, they tell the truth. They tell they, the they, truth. They live their truth. They do. They live their truth, which mm -hmm. sometimes is on the Oregon Trail. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's present day. Mm -hmm. You never know. Um... Uh, Shotkey29 says, not NXT related, um, but got to get this out. What cold corner of hell are we in that Impact feels compelled to bring the reverse battle royal back? Why? I have not heard that they are bringing it back, but that does sound like a cold corner of hell. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> you would. You love the reverse God, battle royal. It's <laughs> I I'll say this. I think Impact does gimmicky very well most of the time that they do gimmicky. They did the only good wrestling wedding outside of me loving all wrestling weddings. They did that whole murder mystery thing that they did. They did super yeah. well. So like if they're bringing back the reverse battle royal, I hope they're going to do something really fun with it, which is why I'm optimistic of it. As a concept, it is stupid. But hear me out. So is a lot of wrestling. So I am, I will judge it once it's in front of me, but I don't know. That just sounds like fun to me. Yeah. Yeah, they made the official, uh, made the return official today, says Luis. So Impact is, has been really solid for the past six to eight months or so. Like, it's it's been a really good wrestling program. Yeah. I wish it was more accessible and more easily accessible to people, but... Um, they're doing a really good job with their talent and their stories, especially considering how, um, like, loose the contracts at, at Impact right. are. I, I I think they're doing a really good job over there. The uh, porn bots are back. Oh, no, not the porn bots. We didn't even say anything. Did you come in via the Twitch raid? Did Twitch people, did you bring the porn bots? <laughs> um, Scotty Bobox says, adding to the marijuana theme, couple months ago, I decided to do an experiment. Watch the first half of NXT 2.0 in a clear state of mind. Then the second half, after visiting Matt Riddle in spirit. The second half always leaves me thinking the show is great. That must be it, I suppose. Um, uh, <laughs> Jake Salazar says, Matty minus his life is just his right hand. 
Jada Boo Pringle says, Medi minus. Sounds like you need a hug. Hopefully you feel better tomorrow and that my reverse psychology works, you scutch. He is a scutch. He's the scutchiest of scutches. Um, we got some other ones up here. Uh, uh, Scotty Bobox says, damn you playing that ad. I sent a message yesterday. SRS was dying. If you search your penis is soft, let me help on effing YouTube. One of the results is a guy rubbing coconut oil on his uncensored junk for about 15 minutes. Educational with 36 million views. Oh my God. I have so many questions that we don't have time don't for. do that. One of them is what you what? searching on YouTube, my friend. What? Well, I think he's trying to find that clip so that he can play it, you know. Do not. <laughs> don't do that. Do not. Uh, uh, Mark Quill says, want to use my other humper chat just to praise Alex and Kate for being a very fun show and a highlight of my Tuesday nights. Keep doing what you do, and I greatly appreciate your continued kindness and friendships to the SGS. Y'all also rule. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Um, uh, Tom LaValle says, so about NXT. Um, uh, tomorrow we get Osprey versus Dax. Dax has been the best most consistent wrestler in 2022 thus far. I can't wait. Uh, that will be a very, uh, very good match. Um, Dax is. Dax great. has been outstanding. Yeah. Um, outstanding. Singles, tag, whatever. He's uh-huh. he's fantastic. I was kind of hoping that they still did a ladder match tomorrow, but just put the FTR in the space in place of the Hardys and did FTR, Young Bucks, and and. Jurassic Express, uh, you know, we'll see. I was hoping there would be Swerve and Lee, since there's like dissension there, that could be fun to do. And no, like Swerve in a ladder Swerve, match? Are you kidding? Swerve has has said on on Twitter, dead weight. Like he broke up. Like there, there's not like dissension after the battle royal. Like he kicked Keith Lee out the club. That's it. They're done. Well, that's so. Rude. So now we're that's sad. But now we're gonna get that feud, which should be good. Yeah, we are. Ricardo the Mark says, Hola from my vacay in San Clemente, California. Hola. Hola. Enjoy vacation. Ricardo the Mark. Yeah. Uh, Josh Cardenas says, I'll ask you guys this question. Thoughts on Thunder Rosa sandbagging and being unsafe in the ring? I have not heard anything resembling that. Uh, the suplex spot looked not great. Um, I, it's it's never an okay thing to do if she was doing that. I know she was sick the week before, so I don't know if she's still affected by it, but um, I don't have any specific thoughts other than it would seem uncharacteristic of her, and um, it's never an okay or, or safe thing to do to someone. Right. Uh, the Badded One Jam Beard says, I think I found the most perfect song for Tony. And then he's found it. He wants it to be uh, Shut Up of Your Face by Joe Dolce. Before we do that, yeah. last call for Humper Chats, last call for Super Chats. We're coming down the home stretch. Also, please leave a thumbs up on this video. It really helps people find us. And also subscribe to Fightful Select for just $5 a month for the latest and greatest breaking news in all of wrestling and to be cool. All right, here we go. When I was a boy just about the eighth grade, Mama used to say, don't stay out of late with the bad boys. Always shoot a pool, Giuseppe going to flunk a school. Boy, it'll make me sick. All the thing I got to do, can't get no kicks. Always got to follow the rules. Boy, you're making me sick. 
just to make a lousy bucks. You got to feel like a fool. And a mama, you say all the time, what's the matter, you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Why are you looking so sad? You're not so bad. It's a nice place. Hey, shut up in your face. That's my mama. I can remember. Hey, Gabagool. Shut and up in your face. That's shut a good Tony D phrase. Shut up in your face. It's a good one. It is a good one. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know who sent this in, but somebody has requested um, Friends in Low Places as sung by Tony D. I, I believe we've, we've, got, we've gotten this one before by, uh, by William Regal. So now we now we got to get it from Tony D. I like the cover of the cover. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined your black tie affair. The last one to know, the last one to show. I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I thought I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes when I took his glass of champagne and I toasted you, honey. We may be true. But you'll never hear me complain because I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beard chases my blues away and I'll be okay. I'm not big on social graces. Think I'll slip on down to the oasis. Oh, I got friends in low, low, low places. Thank you very much. Uh, I, gotta, I, gotta I don't feel like he that. needs to go out of the way to tell us he's not big on social graces when he's interrupting a wedding with a toast simply to say that he has friends in low places like mm -hmm. yeah we we get it we get it we get it um uh we got one here is a uh, um <clears throat> so we got one here um we want ncb says Hello, Team Kalex. This week, I would like to hear Seamus singing Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> SGS, fuff, fuff, fuff for life. This is, this is the first. I have not actually gotten uh, a, uh, a Seamus request before. Let's, let's sing. Or um, a Kelly Clarkson one, I don't think. Yeah, well, well, definitely, yeah, probably not that either. But definitely not a Seamus. Let's see if I can muster out a Seamus. Here's the thing, mate. We started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah. Since you've been gone, you're a dedicated fella. You took the time. Wasn't long till I called you my own. Yeah, yeah, since you've been gone. And all you'd ever hear me say is how I picture me with you. Butch, get him. That's how you'd always ever hear me say. But since you've been gone, I can breathe for the first time. I'm, so I'm moving on. Yeah, yeah, thanks to you. Now I get what I want since you've been gone, fella. Hey, Sean, this is the part of the show where we make money. Yeah. So calm down. I'm pulling the audio anyway. Yeah. Relax. I know. It's fine. Now we're going one last thing. It's uh, Regal. Regal singing um, Tom's Diner by <laughs> Suzanne Vega. <clears throat> uh, hold on. What this? Alpha Bill says, just finished reading an article outlining why Bandit from Bluey is a bad dad. What kind of hellish demon is this person? I don't know. Bandit, Bandit from Bluey is the best dad. Here we go. Tom's Diner as sung by William Regal. I'm sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I'm waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee. For the man in the mask to pour the coffee. <laughs> and he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking at the window at somebody coming in. 
It is always nice, nice to see you, says the man behind the counter to the woman who has come in. He is shaking her umbrella, and I look the other way as they are kissing their hellos. I pretending not to see them, instead, I pour the milk. I open up the paper. There's a story of an actor who had died while he was drinking. It was no one I had heard of. And I'm turning to the horoscope and I'm looking for the funnies when I'm feeling someone watching me and so I raise my head. There's a woman on the outside looking inside. Does she see me? No, she does not really see me. Of course, she sees her own reflection. And I'm trying not to notice that she's hitching up her skirt. And while she's straightening her stockings, her hair has gotten wet. And while she's straightening, oh, hold on. Oh, oh, this rain, it will continue. And through the morning, as I'm listening to the bells of the cathedral, I am thinking of your voice and of the midnight picnic once upon a time before the rain began. I finish up my coffee. It's time to catch the train. And so on. Thank you, everyone. Unintentionally, it was extremely Linda of you to just have one glass in the frame. Like you had one eye. I, I couldn't frame. see. I, I had to look. I, I'm sorry. I had to look it was closer. very. Very Linda review. Um, thanks everybody. And I honestly, I did, I did the entire song just because Sean was being a baby about it. You know what he was being? A scotch. Scotch. Sean was being a scotch. We still have two full minutes left. We do. We were on track to be early, but you know what? Just to spite you. Yeah. Good night and have a cool and with your spirit to you, yeah. J.W. Pringle. Hey, Thursday. Mm-hmm. A new episode of Get the Flick Out of Here premieres, and we're talking BattleBots, baby. BattleBots, BattleBots, baby. I'm so excited. BattleBots. BattleBots. Um, that's great. You're gonna you're gonna tell me why I should watch BattleBots. It's because well, I mean, thesis is the greatest show in the history of the world. There you go. So, so we're gonna. I'm gonna fun. explain why on that. Tomorrow, tomorrow I will uh, be talking about hopefully um, uh, Ortiz shaving Jer 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 Jericho bald, but probably not. Um, uh, and we'll figure out what the hell else is going on. Oh, Wardlow's gonna powerbomb 20 dudes through the, the center of the earth. That's gonna be fun. So, well, that's about right. that's Harwood, and I'll no, be that, doing that at Mark Ortopod on the Mark yeah. podcast. And uh, then you know, we'll do the Sour Graps uh, Smackdown show. You're gonna do your own thing when AW Rampage and Smackdown yeah. post yeah. show on the main, yeah. Uh, it'll be fun. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be back here next week doing all kinds of stuff. So uh, yeah, if you like it, Twitch kids, come back next week. It'll be Please a lot do. of fun. Yeah. Subscribe to Fightful Gaming if you're on Twitch. If yeah. you're on YouTube, you can always subscribe to us here and leave a thumbs up on your way out. Right. How spiteful do we want to be to Sean? Should we just kill 30 more seconds? No, I don't want to do that. 30, yeah. 29, 28. I'm just kidding. We can we can go. Keep <laughs> keep, keep cool, gabagools. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.